0: Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions, and the marketing madmen have answers. Search the marketing madmen on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a madman's game. Join the marketing madmen every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why. And now it's
1: time for a deep south legend that's been keeping it real here in Atlanta for over two decades. It's the Buck Baloo Show, only on The Fan.
2: Time for the Buck Baloo Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. Man, we're streaming at 680thefan.com. And uh, make sure you get that fan mobile app driven by Beaver Toyota of Coming. Beaver Direct, fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next car. Let them wow you up and coming. So we get the week started. Uh, DT ready to get to work. Road Dogg Gillespie's been here for a minute. And we have got a full hour to squeeze it all in. How are we going to do it? Well, we're going to move fast. Bucks. Big. Take. All right, this just in. Anthony Richardson was the big winner at the NFL Combine. Hold on, hold on. Oh, that was just the media's take. Now, it remains to be seen what the NFL general, general managers think. The big reveal comes on draft day. Is Anthony Richardson now QB1? That's what the NFL Network and Rich Eisen would have you believe. Me? Well, not so much. Yeah, Richardson put on a great show at the Combine. 6'4", 244 pounds, faux, faux, 40, 40. 40.5 vertical, 10'9", broad jump, big-time arm talent. Man, I tell you what, Anthony Richardson displayed elite athleticism at the Combine, edging out Nolan Smith for player of the weekend. And, yes, I had to turn the volume down watching the Combine on the NFL Network coverage with Eisen just gushing over Richardson. Ooh, ah, look at that. It's amazing. Oh, my, did you see that? I've never seen anything like it. All right, let me keep it real. There wasn't a pass rush. Richardson uh, did not have to quickly read coverage, go through his progressions, maneuver the pocket, and consistently throw accurate passes with live bullets flying around. That wasn't football you were watching over the weekend. It was the Underwear Olympics. Now, look, Anthony Richardson clearly won that competition, but try and stay focused on the process of evaluating quarterbacks. Richardson is raw and far from being ready to play well in the NFL. Bryce Young measured in at 5'10", did nothing else, and spent the entire combine talking about how short he is. His stock took a little bit of a hit. 6'3", C.J. Stroud only did the passing drills, but left with an A-plus grade and the rep of being the most gifted passer, his stock went up. And I've been wondering what the deal with Will Levis was. All these interceptions, all these sacks over the last two years as the quarterback of the Kentucky Wildcats. I've been wondering, what's the deal? Well, I got my answer over the weekend. Will Levis spent his time at the Combine bragging about his big cannon. Obviously, totally in love with his arm talent. And let me just say, that's what got him in trouble in Kentucky. His stock probably uh, remained close to being the same, a borderline first round pick. And there's your big take. Stetson Bennett, you're asking? Well, Stetson Bennett was a winner on Saturday. Looked impressive, throwing the ball around. Showed some zip and velocity on the intermediate and deep ball throws. Really impressive there. Probably surprised some people. Really accurate on the short stuff, the quick game. Showed off some really good footwork. You can tell he's been working hard. A quick release. And I'll tell you what, he looked to be locked in. All business for Stetson Bennett at the Combine. Ran a 4-5. The one thing, though, I, I did not see, he did not have the opportunity to show off his mobility and his skills outside the pocket. So my advice to Stetson Bennett would be, when you have that pro day coming up soon, make sure your quarterback coach scripts some outside the pocket throws and throws on the run during the pro day. Because what you want to do on the pro day is really show off your strengths. And they didn't really give the quarterbacks an opportunity to do that at the combine. Everything basically was inside the pocket. So that would be my advice. Come pro day time, show them what you do best. And that is to get outside the pocket, throw on the run, throw outside the pocket show off your strength man now stat measured in at five eleven, one ninety-two. 192 did seem a little stiff with the media hope his interviews went better than that but i know everybody's talking about anthony richardson cj stroud bryce young will levis Under the radar, Stetson Bennett had a strong showing at the Combine. So good for Stet. He needed some good things to happen to him. But yeah, the thing with Levis, man, I mean, this guy's totally in love with the arm strength. And, uh, you know, you're sitting around bragging about what a, a, a cannon you've got throwing the ball around. That answered the question I've been... Asking, and that was, um, you know, why so many interceptions? Why so many sacks? Because you can think you can, you think you can throw it through the brick wall, you can fit it into these tight windows. And I felt sort of bad for Bryce Young. All he did was talk about how short he was over the weekend. But uh, minus uh, Rich Eisen, I I thought the uh, coverage was outstanding. If it wasn't for the golf, I would have been all in on the combine. But Bay Hill got my attention over the weekend, too. We're going to try to squeeze some of that in later in the show. But they're my initial takes on what we saw over the weekend with the NFL combine in Indianapolis. The Underwear Olympics. You know, really nothing you do at the combine really shows what kind of football player you are. How many times are you going to see these uh, offensive linemen sprint 40 yards? Or how many times are you going to see a quarterback stand back there with nobody rushing him, trying to get after him, sack him, hit him? And I think the problem is the media makes a big deal out of this. And we won't know what the general managers and personnel guys in the NFL think until the NFL draft rolls around. So there you go. Coming up next, man, Lamar Jackson, is he going to be available? We'll talk a little Falcons football coming up next. And does Kirby have a culture issue over in Athens? I know what perception says, and we'll talk about it too. It's the Buck Blue Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7.
3: Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to FirstHorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank member FDIC.
0: Marketing is everywhere. From the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone, we are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions and the Marketing Madmen have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a madman's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why.
2: Blue show here on the fan 680 and 937. Hopefully your weekend was awesome. As we get a new work week underway. Got the combine behind us now, free agency looms. Looking forward to all of that. A lot going on. This NFL man, they capture the offseason, don't they? Then all this quarterback talk as we get closer and closer to the NFL draft. Looking forward to continue to bang that drum here as we move forward, too. And I really had my attention this weekend at the Combine as Nolan Smith went out and just blew people away. And then Anthony Richardson took the field, and he blew the media away even more than Nolan Smith did. Hear from the former Gator quarterback right now. Anthony Richardson says he wants to be one of the all-time greats. I want to be a legend, you know. I want to be like Patrick Mahomes. I want to be like Tom Brady. I I want to be one of the greats, you know. I will be one of the greats, you know, because I'm willing to work
1: that hard and and, and get to that point. So uh, to answer the question, you know, I feel like I'm going to be one of the greats in
2: in the next few years. Woo! One of the greatest, man. And he put on a great show at the Underwear Olympics. Bryce Young, though, well, he spent the weekend talking about how short he was. I've been this size uh, you know respectfully my, my whole life. Um, you know, I, I know who I am. Um, I, you
4: know, I know what I can do. And, you know, for me, you know, I think it, it, it's fair. You know, everyone can, can speculate and ask whatever questions are necessary. But, you know, I'm going to continue to control what I can control, um, keep working my hardest to put myself in a good position. And I'm confident in myself. I know what I can do. And, you know, I'm just excited to get to that
2: next level. Yeah, basically, Bryce Young just saying plug in the, the video. Check out the tape. See what I did in the big games. How I maneuvered in the pocket at five foot ten, did pretty good over there at Alabama. So some uh, interesting things going on there coming out of the combine, and now with this franchise tag deadline looming tomorrow at four o'clock, here in this town. I know at least at the coffee shop this morning, all the boys were talking about the Falcons and Lamar Jackson. Let's talk a little Falcons football. <laughs>
1: dirty birds are in our blood and guys like buck know what's happening in the huddle let's dive into falcons football on the fan
2: that's right tomorrow four o'clock deadline to franchise tag free agents on your team so the uh, all eyes on the falcons with caleb mcgarry their right offensive tackle Tag him with the exclusive tag. You keep him for one more year at a price tag of $18.4 million. The Falcons go non-exclusive franchise tag, $16.6 million, and you expose him to the rest of the league. Now, that's the way I would go. Go non-exclusive franchise tag with Caleb McGarry at $16.6 million next season. And if somebody's willing to give you two two first-round draft picks for Caleb McGarry, well, then I'm jumping all over it. There's some other offensive tackle options out there that are available. So that's what I'm anticipating with the Falcons and McGarry. By 4 o'clock tomorrow, they will hit him with the non-exclusive franchise tag. Probably hoping that some other team foolishly jumps in offers him a big-time, long-term deal, and the Falcons reap the benefits with two first-round picks. Minimum. All right, now Lamar Jackson. What will the Ravens do? And more and more coverage coming down over the weekend about how the Ravens and Lamar Jackson have separated. The negotiations have not gone well. They're no closer today than they were a month ago in signing Lamar to a long-term contract with a lot of guaranteed money. That's what Lamar's looking for. The non-exclusive tag, $32.4 million. But the word is now the Ravens, yeah, are set to uh, tag him with that non-exclusive tagged by 4 o'clock tomorrow. And as you look around at the coverage, all the media members on top of this Lamar Jackson story, our Atlanta Falcons are considered the favorites to land Lamar Jackson. And I'm sure you Desmond Ritter fans are a little upset with that. But Lamar Jackson, one of the top quarterbacks in the league, a guy that would fit Arthur Smith's offense perfectly the way Coach Smith wants to pound that football. Get a quarterback in there that can run with it, that'd be a great fit. And then here in Metro Atlanta, I think the fan base would go crazy over this. They would forget about Desmond Ritter with the snappier fingers. They would forget about Desmond Ritter.
4: Certainly as maybe the starter, Buck, but you've mentioned in the past about how it's nice to have a, a starting quarterback and a, and a backup quarterback that you don't really have to change the system very much, you know? And I think those two could work well in the same quarterback room and obviously give Desmond Ritter a chance to learn from a, from an MVP. Well, you got to have a backup. And he's Most a, a nice, cheap backup, a yeah. young, athletic backup you've already seen run the offense uh,
2: well enough. Not not real impressive, yeah, I'm not though, super in those four he, games. He How many fruit. touchdown passes did he have? Was it one? Yeah, in four games. Yeah. Now, is that the kind of quarterback you're looking for. I would say no. And I'm not sure that would be a great fit anyway, though, if you got Lamar and you're going to have these people that are not for the Falcons going after Lamar Jackson because of the games that he's missed over the last two years. He's gotten banged up a little bit, and I think maybe his attitude got in the way here this past season on coming back. So the missed games piled up over the last two years. Has the relationship gone bad in Baltimore? And it's all about the money. The guaranteed money. But I don't think there are a lot of quality NFL organizations that want to go with a quarterback that has got a little bit of history of being injured here the last two years and then have an unproven uh, second-year quarterback as the backup player at quarterback. That, That would not be a great fit. But, you know, in my opinion... Desmond Ritter's not ready to help you win in the National Football League coming into 2023. I mean, there's a reason why you got the media members who are on this story big time, especially here in Atlanta and in Baltimore, and in all those places where you've got organizations that are hungry for a big-time quarterback. They're all over this story, and the Falcons are considered the favorites. If it goes down this way by 4 o'clock tomorrow non-exclusive tag opens the door for the Atlanta Falcons to make something happen and I'm all for it man I'm tired of seeing my team lose we've had five consecutive losing seasons you've got Fontenot and Smith coming into their third year on the job and so it's important for them to show some progress have a winning season maybe make it to the playoffs Need a quarterback to be able to do that. So this is going to be a big 24 hours here uh, for the Atlanta Falcons. What's going to happen in Baltimore? All eyes are on that one. And then free agency is going to get underway. Can't wait to see how Fontenot handles this. Got plenty of money to spend. We're going to have to overpay to get some of these guys in here. And then you got the draft coming up after that. So we've got a lot of holes to fill. You look at defense. Defensive tackle jumps out. Need an edge rusher. Need a cornerback. Probably need another safety. Offensively, you need a center. You need a left guard. Might need a right tackle. Some say we need another wide receiver. And the quarterback position has to be addressed. So Montenegro's going to be really busy. And you got to mix and match with the free agency and the draft to be able to get this thing turned around here in the ATL. Could it be we're going to bring in Jadavion Clowney? I'm all for it. Maybe draft the top-rated cornerback in the draft, first round. Handful of those guys looking good at the Combine. A lot of holes to fill. Got money to make it happen in free agency. And a pretty good stock of draft picks to make that happen, too. This is going to be awesome. And we're going to be talking about it right here on the Blue Show. Let's get to the top five. The
1: best in college football and the NFL. Five, five,
2: four, three, three, two.
1: top five presented by your locally owned and operated ace hardware find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. hardware.com
4: all righty buck big, hey, weekend. Hey. big weekend lots to talk about yes sir m- multitude of different sports love it which was lots of fun right it was a good it was a good weekend buck so from everything you saw give us your best sports weekend performance I'm going with John "Bones"
2: Jones. Okay, yes, yeah, sir, you're aware of the it. UFC heavyweight fight. Put that dude in that guillotine choke hold in the first round and it was <laughs> over just like that. Bones Jones, the UFC heavyweight champ. He spent 3 years away from the game. I mean, his last fight was February of 20. Moved up in weight class, went from 205 to 248. And then dominated the champ. Miocic. Looks like he's a little concerned. I saw him sitting ringside, and Jones called him out afterwards. Looks like he wants to run and hide. But yeah, I thought the most, uh, other than Anthony Richardson in the Underwear Olympics, John Bones Jones, to me, that was the most impressive, legitimate sports performance over the weekend.
4: Well, very good, Buck. I'll take your word for that. So. What you didn't see? it? I didn't see. I just saw, I saw the highlights. I, it looked like a well. No, they don't even fight. show the I, highlights. I just saw some yeah, some stills, and I you just saw that champ
2: lay in there, right?
4: Uh, yeah, well, I saw him put on the uh, put on the uh, the guillotine as you called it. it. Looked like an entertaining fight. It only lasted what a couple minutes though, right?
2: Yeah, that thing was over I'm sure fast. Man. I'm glad I didn't it. pay for it.
4: <laughs> there you go. All right, Buck. Well, that was your best performance. Give us your worst performance. What was the worst thing you saw from the sports weekend? Well, spent a lot of time
2: watching the API. Hmm? Arnold Palmer Invitational. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, that was fun. Jordan Spieth had the lead on the back nine. Bogey three of the last five holes. Oy. And, dude, he was missing putts, you know, between six and 12 feet. After really draining pretty much every single putt inside five feet, yeah, that's when Jordan's playing well. Is when
4: he makes virtually every putt that is seemingly is makeable, he makes it. And Until then it gets when he crunch time, yeah,
2: and then when it matters, he doesn't. And I tell you what, I thought I had my, I thought my, you know, my driver is the weak part of my game. I mean, I'm spraying really? that thing a lot left, and then the next hole is going to spray right and in the woods and behind the tree and in the water. and... I think I'm a better driver of the golf ball than Jordan Spieth. <laughs> yeah, my if
4: goodness, get it talk in the about fairway. a choke job. Once he gets in the fairway, he's pretty good up there around the greens. But yeah, I think you're right Spieth about has cooked between the ears. Mm. It's been a while since he won at a major at a
2: consistent level. So, yeah, I thought that was the worst Jordan performance. Yes. Had the lead, bogey three of the last five holes. And
4: you I, I, you would have assumed after you watched nine there with Kurt Kitayama hitting his second ball out of bounds. I I, I would have bet if he would have gone on to lose, you would have said him because it seemed like everybody just kind of melted down. But Kitayama there at the very end.
2: All he right, I'll b- tell you what, I didn't realize, though, Bay Hill. The toughest golf course on the PGA Tour. Yeah, with
4: that number you saw. I mean, the leaders were at what? Uh, John Rahm was six under after the first round, and then Kit um ends up winning after the fourth round at just nine under. So these And guys I was are totally loving, the too,
2: the fact that here we are on a Sunday afternoon, you look at the leaderboard, and it is star-studded, Absolutely. man. I mean, you got some of the top players on tour all on that that front page of the leaderboard. Rory, Scheffler, Spieth, uh, all all sorts Everybody of. Everybody but Rom.
4: Yeah, well, I mean, Don Rom le- leading that tournament after Thursday. Just And then we got the really players up coming up
2: running. this week. Woo! All right, Buck. And then we end this week with a chili tip open on Friday. But have you seen the weather forecast? Oh, no, Buck, don't even tell us about that. Come on. Showers expected on Friday. Oh, we can deal with
4: that. We've Cold with weather worse. moving in. That's I, the
2: chili dip open, yeah. I mean, my team set. I've got Kevin Butler, Pete Smith. I had David Chanley lined up as our ace putter. He, Fox 5 meteorologist. <laughs> yeah. So I call. I, I contact Chanley and say, Chanley, what's? I hadn't heard from you. He said, well, have you seen the weather forecast? Oh, no. Well, we'll keep our fingers crossed. Buck, oh yeah, we, good luck as we with that.
4: Continue through the week. All right, let's talk about football, Buck. What NFL team, after all this stuff we saw over the weekend, is someone really going to trade up to take Anthony Richardson's number 1? And if you if you had to pick which team is most likely to do that?
2: Well, there are a lot of quarterback desperate teams out there.
4: Someone desperate enough to take him over? Bryce Young, CJ Stroud.
2: You know, I would uh, just look uh, through the history of, of some of these organizations. Some teams are willing to go places others won't. Sure. So most likely to move like the up to number one, take Anthony Richardson. I would go with the Raiders. That is a Raiders pick, Buck. Absolutely. Yeah, I would think the Raiders are probably most likely to pull something off like that.
4: Buck, I'd, I'd, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't impressed, man. I know the, the the film doesn't look great, but you just can't teach the things that Anthony Richardson can well, do. Well,
2: what? We'll, well see. That's, look, again, do I need to repeat? He had no pass rush. Mm-hmm. All right, he wasn't going through progressions. He didn't What's have that? to manipulate the pocket. I mean, that's not football. DT. That's not no, football I, well, that I understand, you saw this weekend.
4: Someone's going to fall in love with him, though, and we'll see how he deserves. And that's a good pick, yeah. All right, Buck, well, speaking of the NFL draft, read those tea leaves as you love to do. I want you to get me right now, Buck, putting you on the spot. Give us the first three picks in the NFL draft. Who are they going to be?
2: Uh, I would say they're going to be C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, and Anthony Richardson. I
4: was about to ask how many quarterbacks are in there. So you're saying one, two, three, quarterback, quarterback, quarterback.
2: Yeah, okay. that's what I'm going with. I t- it's hard to argue with you, but man. Where, remember, yeah, I, yeah, I saw one of these where the Falcons took Will Levis at eight. Oh, so four in the top ten. I think there's a good, chan- a good chance that's going to happen. Because you've got some desperate teams looking for quarterback help. You haven't either. Will Anderson, Jalen Carter being picked. I do not fifth, like six. Levis. He's in love with the arm talent, and that gets you in trouble, man. How about just checking the ball down? taking what uh, Take what the defense is giving you. This guy thinks he can throw it 100 yards and throw a brick wall. No wonder he's been throwing all those picks and getting sacked so much up in Kentucky. All right, Buck. Well, you said you were
4: all over the sports uh, weekend. Who's your media member MVP? Did you see anything impressive from the media? This well, week? it wasn't Rich Eisen. Uh, yeah, you're I just had to turn not a big Rich Eisen fan. I had though. to turn the volume <laughs> down. I don't care how many free I, dinners he got. Well, he was on. I mean, he's doing what twenty hours of coverage, Buck. You know, that's a long. I
2: don't care about, time about his podcast stretch. and who comes on his podcast or who invites him to come on the podcast. Eisen drives me a little bit crazy I had to turn the volume down oh, oh so what was the question
4: again outside of Rich Eisen I guess who uh, or no we're looking you were you
2: were you were displeased media MVP.
4: You were displeased with Rich Eisen give us a media
2: member that you well were I think this with. is hands down and it goes to espn.com writer Mark Slaybaugh. he got to Kirby smart mm-hmm. when nobody else has been able to do that Kirby's gone quiet with these issues coming out of Athens. And who was able to get to him? Mark Slaybaugh, ESPN.com. He's a Georgia man, so that helps. Well, I'm a Georgia man. I couldn't get to him. Slaybaugh getting to
4: Georgia man. He speaking couldn't get to him. Of, speaking of the eclectic uh, sports weekend, Slabaugh covers it all, right, Buck? I love Slayball
2: that. covering golf, and he's getting to Kirby. He's smart. all
4: into swimming. I know he's swimming. He's all over. He's you know, I texted
2: Slaybaugh and I said... You know how'd you get to Kirby? And he says, "I've been working with his people hard." And I said, "Great job." And he said, "Thanks." And then I said, "Can you come on with me this week?" And he says, "Yeah, I'll be at the I'll be at the players all week down in Jacksonville. We could talk to him for an hour, but man, <laughs> I tell you what, Slayball's living the good life, isn't he? Bucks top five on six eighty, the
1: fan, Atlanta's sports station.
2: Yes, sir. Slay Bob's living good, man. My goodness. Slay Bob covering the players and getting to Kirby Smart. Dude's doing the job. And we are celebrating our 30th anniversary. The fan at Harris Cherokee Casino and Resort are teaming up for March Mania. With our trip giveaway, and Harris is offering a limited and deeply discounted room rate for fan listeners that want to join us March 16th for opening day of the college basketball tournament. Trip for two includes a two night stay at Harris, a round of golf. Love it. Plus, you can say hi to all your favorite hosts at 680 at the Sportsbook inside Harris Cherokee Casino on Thursday the 16th. To enter, please visit our social media channels on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And for that discounted room rate, and I heard home team saying you could save hundreds on this, go to 680thefan.com slash 30. You got to be 21, a legal Georgia resident, and you got to be registered before March 11th to be eligible to win. 680 Generation Fan March Mania Extravaganza is brought to you by Corona Extra and Modelo Especial. Let's get to the roundtable. The fan
1: is proud to be the official sports talk station of the dogs. And it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Balloon. 25, 20, 9, 15, 10, 5, get in there, 100 bulldog roundtable is proudly presented by georgia's own credit union and by attorney ken nugent and that's going to be the ball game georgia will win this ball game only on the fan 680 and 93.7 fm
2: time for the roundtable and let's go with some positive news uh, right out of the gate here the bulldogs that look good at the combine there's a long list of those guys showing off their skill set. I mentioned Stetson and the very impressive passing performance by Stetson Bennett on Saturday. Nola Smith getting a lot of love with the way he went out and performed in the underwear Olympics. Darnell Washington at tight end solidified, in my mind, his status as a clear first-round pick in the upcoming draft. And then also Broderick Jones, the offensive tackle. Look really good, uh, showing off his skill set with the offensive lineman. He's looking, to me, like a guy that's going to go in the first 15 picks of the first round. So Broderick Jones doing the job. Keely Ringo looking good. Did you see that faux faux he laid down? What was it a faux 3-6? Man, Ringo looking. Robert Beal looked good, too, with the linebacker group. Now, I saw some some of the media members. Look, some of the media members are clueless. Like they had uh, Chris Smith and Kenny McIntosh downgraded because of what they did at the Combine. And it was all based on the 40-yard dash. And I had to snicker at that. These two guys, they are football players. And there are a lot of teams in the NFL, smart teams in the National Football League, that are looking for quality football players. Media gets obsessed with these. These uh, times in the 40 and some of these other drills, I thought Chris Smith and McIntosh showed off a really impressive skill set. So to me, all those guys looking like they improved their stock. Now the controversial subject. What's going on at the University of Georgia? Does Kirby have a culture problem over at UGA with the football program? Because that's all I'm hearing at the coffee shop. Got stopped at Publix last night. Our Sunday, uh, Sunday night visit to the grocery store got hit up three, four times as I uh, made my way through the grocery. People wondering what the heck's going on at Georgia. Well, Mark Slabaugh, able to secure an interview with Coach Kirby Smart, and he asked him about the culture. Are there issues? Does your program have a culture problem? Absolutely not. And I would say we're far from it.
4: Do we have perfect young men and women and players? Not necessarily, but I promise you this.
1: That's the intent for us to grow these guys and get them better and uh, feel really good about the culture within our program.
2: I would expect Kirby to take uh, take up for his program. Is there a problem with street racing at Georgia? Here's Slaybaugh talking to Kirby. Does your program have a culture problem? Absolutely not.
4: Mm. Pardon me, Buck. Let's try this one. How much of an issue has has street racing been with your team? It's it's hard to answer that question because you only know what you find out about. We had a situation this summer that we would bring in Athens-Carton County Police and um, UGA Police. Local news in Atlanta was covering street racing and back racing, and um, it's all over the the, the TV. We want to educate our players. So we had a team meeting, and uh, we constantly remind our guys about it. The person behind the wheel is the one that makes the
2: decision what they do with the car. Yeah, and I would expect Kirby to uh, support his program. Cultural uh, culture issues at Georgia. The perception says otherwise, though, Kirby. The perception says you've got some major problems over there in Athens. Street racing apparently is running rampant with a football program. Jalen Carter pulled over back during the football season. uh, The police video uh, recently released, able to see that over the weekend, where Jalen Carter is being warned about the street racing, and he wasn't listening. The street racing has resulted in two tragic deaths. A player and a member of the staff are dead now because of the street racing. What a severe price to pay for being young and dumb. Uh, the other other players too. I think Nolan Smith going twice the legal uh, speed limit over there. Jamar uh, Dumas Johnson, star linebacker, pulled over. Apparently, uh, you know, in the area with the tragic accident that took place. And I, I think just my experience tells me that when you're recruiting a roster full of five star players. You've got an overload of players in the football program that they're entitled. They've had people for years kissing their butt, telling them how great they are, how much they want them a part of their program. And there's part of the issue. And then you have the great success that Georgia's had over the last two years. And you get five-star players that are already feeling entitled that experience the success that they've experienced, suddenly feel untouchable. And now you've got some problems. Now, look, I have no idea what's going on behind the scenes as far as uh, Kirby, him talking to his football team, his football players. But the perception outside the program says that they've got some problems over there and they need to get it cleaned up. All right, coming back on the other side, Lil Braves talk. is the Blue Show here on The Fan, 680 and
3: 93.7. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation, like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to FirstHorizon.com/slash John. First Horizon Bank member FDIC.
0: Marketing is everywhere. From the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone, we are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions, and the marketing madmen have answers. Search the marketing madmen on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a madman's game. Join the marketing madmen every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why. For the
1: latest on the Braves, it's time to go shopping.
2: Yeah, running out of time, man. I gotta move quick. Talking braves today. Uh day off today. I bet they're on the golf course. Acunas off to the WBC playing for Team Venezuela. That starts play on Saturday down in Miami. And Team Venezuela, check out for those check out those guys. We got Juan Soto, Francisco Lindora also on that team with Acuna. They are what you would call loaded with the World Baseball Classic getting underway later this week. Good news for Ozzie Albies, cleared to play second base, had his right shoulder cleaned up, had some loose particles in there. They cleaned it up in October. He's been cleared to play defense and throw it around for the Braves the rest of spring training. And good news coming out of the starting rotation competition. Ian Anderson, appearance number two, looked really good against the Yankees, went... Two and a third, one hit, one run, struck out five. Exactly what you were looking for out of Anderson because there were some people freaking out after the first appearance. I tried to tell you, no problem. Bryce Elder looking good, too, on Friday. Three shutout innings against the Astros, who were really rugged, really tough. So there you go. There's uh, 30 seconds on the Braves on the Blues show. That's all we had time for. Gets us to the final word. We got time for the final word. Time for the final word.
1: Brought to you by Howard Brothers, keeping Georgia green since 1955.
2: Shout out to the Kennesaw State Owls men's basketball team, ASUN Conference Champs, as they punch a ticket to the big dance, 26 and 8 this season. And do you realize just a little over two years ago there were one and 28. What a great job Amir Abdul Rahim has done as the head coach of the Owls. And he's a Wheeler High School grad. And comes from a family that knows quality basketball when they see it. Congratulations to Kennesaw State outperforming every other basketball program in the Peach State. Great. Congratulations to them both for sure, but you're giving me hope that if he can do that with Kennesaw, it can be done in Athens. And a quick shout-out to the Georgia baseball team getting that series win over rival Georgia Tech, winning two games out of three. And uh, if you want more Braves, well, check out our podcast park. We've got a lot of uh, Braves-specific podcasts for you there, including Bucks Speed. I've got Dale Murphy on Talking brave spring training storylines right now on Buck's Beat. The podcast park is brought to you by Associated Credit Union. Well, that's all the time I've got today. Stay uh, Stick around for Nick and Chris. They're coming up
3: next here on The Fan.
2: Thank you, Buck. Okay, thanks a lot, Buck.
3: This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business. And it shows no signs of slowing down how the power of a conversation like the one clint spiegel had with first horizon bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in asheville now it's not just talk it's rubber meets road first horizon bank let's find a way go to firsthorizon.com slash clint first horizon bank member fdic
0: marketing is everywhere from the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone we are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions and the Marketing Madmen have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a mad men's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why.